Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I guess we've gotten past most of the snow, right? We got through it. Wasn't that? I mean, it was a storm. I don't want to minimize it. Many people couldn't get to work today. Many people were stuck at home. Many people didn't want to come to work today. Many people chose to be stuck at home. Wow. Today's soft. <laughs> Look at you. I'm well, one guy who's not people. soft is Sean Morash because he is not here today physically in the studio, not because of snow, but because he's a good dad. Right? He's doing a nice event with his daughter. So I don't want anyone, especially Boomer, to accuse Sean Morash of being lazy or being afraid of the snow. All right? So I've done everything I can, Sean. I did you your Thank favor. You, it's Thank not you. about the snow. You're very, very tough. You're committed to the station. You're committed to the show. and everything to do with the daddy-daughter dance that you're going to. And dinner, which I'm hoping is good. Thank there you me. go. Cinco de Fivo with five, Evan five, and Tiki on the fan. So don't make fun of him, Boomer. It'll hurt Johnny's feelings. <laughs> yeah, Boomer, so tough. Win a Super Bowl, pal. Cinco de Fivo <laughs> is brought to you by Helix wow. Wireless, connecting everything everywhere. And by Wendy's. Try the new pretzel baconator today. So speaking of softies... I'm here to give you the five best parts of a snow day for all those that experienced it tonight, right? Okay. Here, here we go. Here we go. Number five. Hearing a parent look out the window and say the following words. It's really coming down out there. <laughs> That's the equivalent of someone saying the sky is blue, but we allow them to continue to say that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think I said that about 14 different times this morning. <laughs> Okay. You also talking. said, this is soft snow. <laughs> I'll be in. I did yeah. say that, yes. He actually called the snow as soft as the nets, but yeah. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I did. Number four. Snow tubing. Oh, yes. Yes. I didn't do that this morning. I took both of my boys out to play in the snow, mm-hmm. and I was about to go get the tube to go across the street where there's a little bit of a hill. And as I got to the garage, I couldn't find it. Uh-huh. I choked oh. under the pressure. So, if this yeah. is our last snowstorm, they, no more they, snow tubing. Are they still alive, or are they punctured somewhere? What, the snow tubes? Yes. Oh, no, I got them. They're somewhere. Actually, yeah. they may be blown up. You're right. And, or blown and I would, apart. Yeah. I would venture to guess today, or like tonight, is probably prime snow tubing time. The roads get cleared. You go to that near overpass or hill, and you just start flying down. But that's a fun part. Oh, I'm with you, man. I love it. I All love right. it. Here we go. Number three. It's hot chocolate. It, the best mm. way to drink hot chocolate is coming in after shoveling or playing in the snow. You know, what are you putting in your hot chocolate? A little whiskey? Well, I didn't <laughs> today vodka? because I had work, but usually I like a little shot of Bailey's but in my you, hot chocolate. But you're at home. Yeah, right? but Tiki, I'm still a know? professional. <laughs> Is that what you would do, Tiki? Like, if you were home today, would you have been, like, you know, a little tipsy on the air? No, definitely not. He's a professional. I'm a Ask professional. him off air. And yeah. if I was drunk, you wouldn't know. 
I think you're right about that because I've hung out with you and you've drank, and I'm like, I can't even tell with her. <laughs> like with certain people, there are tells. Like I have tells, my wife has tells. I have not figured out your tells. That's for sure. He only has one move. All right, here we go. Number two, a good old fashioned snowball fight. Oh, oh yeah. Well, when was the last time you actually did that? This morning. Yeah, me too. You did? Oh yeah. No, I was I mean, I... like, like not with your kids. I mean, like a real one. Well, what like, adults like... actually do that? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, you were, like, yeah, what do you got? Like, trying to hurt the other guy. Like, trying to like hit him in the face. Like, when was the last time you did that? I mean, that's high school, Tiki. I don't yeah. know that you can I think call I up did your buddies now. I think I did it in college. Oh, did you? Yeah. I think oh, we had a big snowstorm. But I think UVA. when... when it was just a massive one. Like, it was like the whole whatever. Maybe I'm oh, crazy, but when Sean says snowball fight, I'm thinking of, like, just playing with my kids. I'm not yeah. thinking of, like, hey, I got a great idea, fellas. After the show, no. Central Park, snowball fight. No, we're talking elf, man. We're talking elf. Oh, Tiki, you're missing a point. This is, like, not meant to be very harmful, but let's be real. A snowball fight is maybe the only clean way in society we still have to send your kids a message. You line up balls like Randy Johnson, and you fire them out, <laughs> and you let them know it's time you start behaving. I loved it this morning. Uh, All right, here. Here we go. Number one. And obviously, the best part of a snow day is simply laughing at people who slip and fall. Yeah. No, I do enjoy you're, that. You're evil. No, he's no. right, though. Come on, man. Right. Somebody bust their ass. By the way, it could be on TV, in the back of a TV report, or out the window, somebody walking a dog. When somebody busts <laughs> their ass on snow or ice, it is funnier than any and single line that's of stand-up comic. That's why you gotta have boots. Out. You gotta have boots. And to further his Regardless point. of the look. No matter what it looks right, like. You see what I'm wearing? Look at right. my boots. Show right. them, uh, explain this to the audience. <laughs> right. Check I'm wearing big ass boots, though. Boots. And my favorite kind of boot is it's a zip on boot. Have you seen this? Hold on, let me take it off and I'll show you. It's got strap no, on boots. It's got oh, no oh. laces. Right, look, I'm showing it to the SNY camera oh, and I'll those, describe it to the audience. Oh, those are badass. Yeah, like you have a, a zipper. And it zips up. Dude, forget that. Look at the tread on the bottom of yeah. those things. I got some badass treads. Wow. No, I, I got great boots, smell. but before I got these boots, I slipped and fell. And this yeah. was probably, to prove Sean point, I would say this was a few months ago. So it was early <laughs> during the year. This year? I slipped and fell in my driveway after I got home from work. <laughs> but hear me out on this. So obviously when I trip and fall and I fall flat on my ass, right. I was in a little bit of pain, but I got up. No big deal. I go home and I check the ring camera. Ooh. And I'm like, honey, I fell. Was it bad? I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it's great. Even watching myself. And I had seen it. I had known it. I'm like, this is the funniest thing ever. Look at that poor schmuck falling on his ass. And it it's was me. Yeah. It's the best. There you go, yeah. Sean. Thank I you. I love it. All right. That's single. As long as, they don't, today as, long as they don't hurt themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, honestly, even a broken tailbone's worth it. <laughs> it's it's called a coccyx. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Sick at five every day, five o'clock. Real quick before we get back to your calls, because I thought this was crazy. So the Super Bowl ratings come out. Mm-hmm. 123 million people are watching. Yeah. We we speculated it would be bigger than than what was the previous record. No doubt. It was the highest rated Super Bowl ever in terms of millions of people watching. And we're talking about the United States of America. 123 million people watched. There's about 300 million people in the United States of America. I think it's probably 320 or, 320? or so now. Yeah. Okay, so still, by the way, less than half the population. So think about that yeah, for a but second. Think, but think about some of the population are children. Right? Well, well, they don't count. Well, they twelve plus. They come don't on, have the ability, or they're watching it collect. I don't know. It's just <laughs> they just can't, or elderly, or just don't give a crap. Well, that's my point. There are no as big as that audience was. You still had a half of America not watching this game. So I see the number. I see how the Super Bowl has just dominated TV ratings for the last you know hundred mm-hmm. years. So I got down this rabbit hole of the most watched events 
in the history of the United States. Yeah, 335.8 million. By okay, so still less than half. Now, before we get to the moon landing, which I'll explain in a second, the most watched TV show, period, stop, not named football, is MASH, The Farewell. Mm. You know how many million people watched that one? I'm going to say 80. 106 million people. Wow. Now, this was back in 1983. It was about five months before I was born. So, obviously, before your time as well. You don't remember MASH, no. the finale. Well, I remember watching the reruns, but I don't well, know. We not not do. in real time. Yes. Yeah. Number two is Dallas, the whodunit episode, which apparently was like, who shot JR? That was the whole big thing. That was the big campaign. Yeah. Again, 83 million people, 1980. Cheers, yeah, the but finale. How, but how many... How many- Americans were there in, in 1980. About 270, 260. You're asking the wrong question. How many channels were there in 1980? <laughs> far, good, far less? That's a good point. Oh, no, no. He's right about yeah, that. Like, right. 1983, 1980. I mean, it was the, the cable, I think, had just come out, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have a lot of options. The Cheers one I remember. I was nine years old with yeah. the Cheers finale. Yeah, I remember And that, that was a TV event. Yeah, it was. And that was fourth at 80 million. The Winter Olympics with Nancy Kerrigan and that, you know, that what's her Tanya name? Harding. Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. Why me? Why me? That was next. Roots Part 8, 76 million people, 1977. And the Seinfeld finale, 76 million people, 1998. Okay, Super Bowl mm-hmm. destroys all of these events. Wow. The only other, I, and I shouldn't use the word event, those are TV shows. The only other event. In the history of our country, and this includes presidential elections. Nestor Cortez. I looked into this. You know how many people watched the 2016 election, and this is off of every network? The 2016 election. I, I picked say, that one because I think that was the most popular one. Yeah, it was, it was divisive. It took away ratings from the NFL. Right. How many people do you think watched it? I'm going to say 75. Exactly. It was in that range. About yeah. 80 million people. Still far less than the Super Bowl. <laughs> half. That's the election. It's almost half less. That's the free world's on the line. Wow. So the only event in American history that had more eyeballs than that game on Sunday was the moon landing. Mm. Now, hear me out on this, because I don't know the answer. I'm asking a question. What event would have to happen (laughs) for us to get to the moon landing? I was going to say. like, What would that event have to be in 2024-ish, in this time period with a million different channels, where even the most contested election in our lifetime still got dwarfed by the Super Bowl? It still got its ass kicked by a football game. Yeah. So you could take the politics and throw it out. Like, don't waste our time. Right. The politics uh, don't count. I'm sorry. It's gone. There's not one that even comes close. What would it be? Well, and I, by the way, I have an answer. I do too. Go ahead, Sean. Let you go. Or go no, ahead. let Tiki talk. Then you talk. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Because I don't have an idea. Okay. Mine, this is like morbid, so I'm not even going to name it. It would take a very tragic public figure death, but then the televised funeral in prime time, not at like 11 a.m. And the only reason I say that mm. is the most watched thing in England was when the Queen of England died and they had her whole funeral. That was a thing. We're not going to stop what we're doing because some megastar, you know, if you put it on Thursday, 8 o'clock, there's a funeral of somebody tragically dying. The only thing I think could come close. I don't think so. I think you're wrong. What no, you and I don't want to speculate about anybody of who's course, out there that's now. That's why I didn't say that. That's all. I'm just something like that would have to happen. No, and I'll use more historical terms. Go Jack ahead. Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was our last president who was assassinated. It was a very long time ago. It was tragic. We all know about that. Did that get 180 million people watching? No, no. Now was it was it at Thursday at eight o'clock at prime time? No, it was in the middle of the day. But my point is, like, I, how about the funeral? Like, was it on TV? And how many people watched it? By the way, I don't know the answer. I'm just right. saying, like, I don't know if that. I don't think that's the answer. 
to the question. There's an answer, but it's going to make Tiki very uncomfortable. Go ahead. No, nah, it's gonna make it, but he's it's gonna lead to something, and we don't want to talk about right. it. Right? But I'll tell you, aliens, you want me to tell you? aliens landing, thousand percent. Yeah. I was thinking the uh, same exact thing. First, first contact. Yeah. No, Area Fifty One. If they finally said we're gonna bring you to Area Fifty One, we're gonna show you everything. Mm-hmm. You can't give something that can't happen. You yes. <laughs> first of all, in nineteen fifty-seven, if there was sports talk radio in nineteen fifty-seven, <laughs> and after we're complaining about the Dodgers and Giants moving, we said, hey. What do you think would be the, the most popular event uh, in America? And if someone would have said to you, we're going to land on the moon, they would have thought you had 15 heads. Mm. Now, they know the moon exists, but no one would have predicted that even a decade earlier. So don't give me this, it can't no, happen. I think. Don't give me that. No, they would have predicted it because in the, in the late 50s, <laughs> they landed objects on the moon. But not us, not a human. No, but. Not Neil was, Armstrong. But, but you got to remember, it was the Cold War. And so it was a Russian. It's like the good guys, and think about all the movies from back. No, then. I know, but did we think we were going to do it? Well, were, were it we did, skeptical? It, did, it didn't matter, but there was a there was a decade buildup of who was going to be the first like human on the moon. Okay, and so when it actually happened in July of '69, like everybody was watching. Okay, I got one then. Let's say Chinese government comes out today and says, listen, we're setting a man on Mars. Man or a woman. Doesn't matter. We're going no, on Mars. It's not going to be the same. And now President Biden comes out and says, oh, really? Oh, oh yeah. you think you're a big shot. Okay, China. We're sending a man or woman on Mars. Have you, and wa- now, have you watched For All Mankind yet? Uh, not yet. You need to watch it. That, this, this exact scenario happened. 2035, January 17th, 8.30 p.m., an American person lands on Mars. How many people are watching? Mm, not 150 million. I don't even think 50 million. Well, yeah. I got one more. I got one more. It's going to get outrated by the right. American Idol finale. No, you're right. Go ahead. All right, you ready? Go ahead. Kim Jong Un, Donald Trump, Speedo wearing Jello wrestling. Oh, stop it. Sunday <laughs> night, 6:30. Loser goes home match. All right, oh, stop. Go I ahead. got the real winner here, guys. If we do want a winner, yeah, that would be the moment in time. Whenever this does happen, because it will happen. Go ahead. That we all are finally coming to an end. You know what I mean? It's either going to be the meteor coming to hit the mm-hmm. Earth. It's either going to be the nuclear bomb that we can't stop. The city. It's going to be that. And we're all going to be glued to it because it's a car crash. No even way. though we know what the result's going to be. I disagree with it. I'll tell you why. If we find out, it's like the movie Don't Look Up. I don't know if you guys saw that movie. Yeah. About how basically they, they don't want to tell us a meteor is going to come and kill us. I think it was a meteor. Right. That yeah. was Leonardo, right? Yeah, I think yeah, he was Hill. Yeah, if, if that happened. Most people are like, I'm not watching this. I'm going to go party. I I'm going to go drink. I'm going to go clubbing. <laughs> you lose half the audience right there. See, I think that people today are so, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Obsessed with themselves a little bit. Right. Mm. That they would want to sit in front of the TV, not actually grasping the idea that, oh, wow, this is it. They're going to be looking, oh, I got to watch this. I got to tweet about this. I, I got to do this. Well, I, I don't mean, know. Man, Who would actually work on TV in that scenario, too? I'd be like, screw you. Yeah. I mean, if you watch the movie, that's kind of what Evan's saying is, is what people would react to. They'd Thank be you. like, I don't believe this. I don't or th- I, I'd rather just go live, maximize the rest of my life that I have left. Right. That's why, like, it, it's, it's such a weird game to think about. But, but just literally think about this. A football game is the only thing in American <laughs> television that came close to the moon landing. Yeah. It's the most Which watched. Epic. 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 It's the most watched event in American history. There is no election. There is no funeral. There is nothing that comes close. 
So when we sit here at 5.15 on a Tuesday speculating, okay, besides a football game, what could it possibly be? And we're saying something live, not something downloaded or viral, because I could think of a few things that no, I would watch a few live. times over. It's got to be live. Okay. That's, like, we're talking enough. live live events. Yeah, because I don't know of anything over the last few years that have been viral will match the live TV moment. Because live TV means everybody's around a TV watching something. And I gave you TV shows moment. that ended. Those days are dead. Like, we could put that away. There was no television show, as popular as some shows are, that could ever galvanize a nation mm-hmm. the way Seinfeld did, the way Roots did, the way Cheers did, the way Who Killed JR did, for obviously variety of reasons. They're all so different. But they got America to say, we're watching. Yeah, because at most, the same time, well, TV shows you can catch whenever you want. Now. Right. That's a part so of it. So ne- you're never going to be sitting there watching it all at the same time. It's aliens. That's going to be. That's, that's the only answer. That's an, um, aliens are a huge draw. That's the only answer. Very good in the demo. You know there's yeah. a pyramid in Area 50. 51. A pyramid? A pyramid. Yeah. If they why. unveil that pyramid, I'll tell you what, 130 million people what if, at least. What if the aliens came down and played a football game against the Chiefs and the aliens get <laughs> Blake Lively, T-Swift, Biden, and Trump? That uh, would just I, double the numbers. And then the Chiefs still win. <laughs> of course they do. And by the way, when you think about that Super Bowl rating, and I believe this as a football fan, this is more of a sports thing than aliens invading or Donald Trump and Kim, Kim Jong-un and the, the contest, whatever Sean mm-hmm. said. Jello wrestling. I don't think there's a football game in a situation that's ever going to match what we had two days ago. I think it's over. I think this will go down as the highest-rated Super Bowl Um, ever because you had the perfect storm of— What about the World Cup? What about the United States in the World Cup final versus, I don't know, whoever? Argentina. Or England. No. England. No. No. Wouldn't do it. You, you get a big rating, by the way. I'm not minimizing it. would not be 130 million people. No, it would not be. No, you won't get enough Americans. You won't get enough Americans. By the way— I think it's any the World super, Cup. I any, get you. I get any, you. Non non soccer fans watch the World Cup. I'm talking about the United States, and yes. I just don't think you're going to convert. I mean, you had 125 million people watching a football game on Sunday. You think you're going to match that number with a soccer game? Well, what if it happens in 2026? I think it gives you your best shot. It will. It will right? get. What do you think the number will be? 2026 in MetLife Stadium. 50 so, million people. So. Think, think about which the is last, a great rating, but what, not a what Super was Bowl. The last World Cup, and that was in Qatar. So, what was the last World Cup? I don't even remember what the number was. We could find it. In the United States. But the timing was so off. But I'm talking about finding out in the middle of the night. So imagine the United States are playing in MetLife Stadium versus England and whatever primetime window you're talking about. I think it's a massive rating. It's not 150 million people. Hmm? The moon landing or the Super Bowl. But the Super Bowl, here's why. And I love the NFL, and I know it's a growing game. You had a dynastic team. You had Patrick Mahomes. You had Taylor Swift. You're never going to match that. It grows every year, though. It, it, sometimes there's that moment of it can't get any bigger. It can't get Cowboys, any bigger. Cowboys, Jets, man. It can get bigger. Uh, yeah. what, so, what celebrity are 15-year-old girls coming in to watch? In that scenario? Yeah. Well, a year ago. Get out of your football bubble okay, for a but, second. But Seriously, on, pal. But, Taylor Swift added to that rating. So what celebrity okay, so is hooking up with Aaron Rodgers? I think that's not going to be replicated in some capacity? No, it will not be. Right. So the, it will not be. The incremental increase from last year, it was what, 115 a year ago? Mm-hmm. And now it's... Seven million, yeah, and I, I, seven million is not just because of Taylor Swift. I mean, big part of it is. is. Big part of it is. So, I think it's just going to keep growing. It always grows. I disagree. I'll make you a side bet on that, a long term bet. I think this is going to be the highest rated Super Bowl we ever have. What if Taylor Swift is the halftime performer? <laughs> oh, well, look, if, if the Chiefs are there again, and now they're married, or now they're 
their coupleness has become an even bigger deal than it is today. And let's say next year they're facing the Lions. I guess there's a chance for mm. growth. I just think the megastar Boy. that Taylor Swift is, well, the megastar of this story that we had, even the conspiracies that went with it, I don't think you could ever match that again. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm really interested. I'm really interested to see if they if the if the relationship survives anonymity. <laughs> Tiki, I think she's going to perform next year at halftime. Now she's had the chance. I, well, in the past. I mean, she was talking to Roger Goodell. Yeah. What are they talking about? What if they have the wedding at halftime? <laughs> that would top it. Beyond top it. That would top it. Because you could see her perform anywhere else. You can watch on YouTube. You can go to a concert. You can't see her get married. You know what? Lukey's got the answer. If Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey get married at halftime next year's Super Bowl, the moon landing's dunzo. Mm. Dunzo. We'll get back to your calls in a second. 877-337-6666. Evan and Tiki on this fine Tuesday. The snow is tapered off. We survived it. Big snowstorm 2024. Coming up in the next 10 minutes, you will hear a conspiracy that is coming out of the Super Bowl. But it's a conspiracy I promise you, you have not heard of, and you're going to find fascinating. We'll take a listen to that coming up in a few minutes. Knicks do not play tonight, but last night they played. They got hosed by the officials. They got hosed by a head coach. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That used a challenge when he shouldn't have in the second quarter of the game. And he also ran his players into the ground, including Dante DiVincenzo, who played 40 minutes. And when he got hurt midway through the fourth quarter, had already tallied those 40 minutes. He has played 40-plus minutes in five of his last seven games. He had only played 40-plus minutes once in his NBA career, and it occurred in a double overtime game in which he only took six, seven shots. So it's fair to wonder if the big Ragu's hamstring injury Mm -hmm. from last night has a lot to do with the fact that Tom Thibodeau has basically run him into the ground. Yeah, the question is how long is he going to be injured and out if he is even out? The good, the good news is they play tomorrow, and then, of course, they have the All-Star break, so yeah. they'll have eight days off. And then when he comes back, does he go back to playing 40 minutes a night? He can't. Well, can he? He can. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, coach can certainly do it. Let's go to Arthur and Tom's River. Hey, Arthur. 
Hey guys, first of all, okay, uh, the only the only uh, midday show that you guys have been, or evening show that you guys have have in your uh, windshield at this point is Mike and the Mad Dog because there's not another show that's been better than you two. Well, that's very so kind. You guys, very thank you, Arthur. Thank very you. Uh, listen, as far as Thibodeau, I, I've been a huge fan of him, and from the moment the uh, the Knicks started winning again after the abysmal showing they've been putting forward for for decades. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard for me to say this, but I think the Jalen Brunson—not uh, Jalen—I'm sorry—the Julius, Julius Randle Randall injury yeah. is the one that, if he loses his job at the end of the year, it, it's hard to say it wasn't justified because not 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 just because of the minutes. It's they're playing the Heat. It's a statement game. The guys want to beat the Heat and make and just let the the league know. Yeah, they're serious. They're really contenders. And at that moment in time, it was probably the first time in forever the front office actually said to themselves, "We got a legitimate chance to not only contend for a championship, possibly win it if everything goes right." Right. Since that moment, since that injury, it's been back to. Oh well, you know. I, I don't think that I don't think that's fair. I don't think that that moment is what's completely derailed the season. That no. moment is certainly what's going to be really really important going into the postseason. They to, need a healthy Julius Randle, but they were playing good basketball even after that. Yeah, but to his point, that moment was where it felt like, all right, this Heat team that annoyingly beat us last year and and got to the NBA Finals, it, we're destroying them. And they'll never. Nick fans are never going to forget that that's what Julius Randle got hurt. Mm. Like that game is for whatever whatever it's worth is going to mean something this season. Well, it's going to mean something, especially if Julius doesn't come back. Exactly, which is on the table. We don't know. I I also think this Thibodeau losing his job thing. He's not losing his job. Is not losing his job. Just like Kyle Shanahan's not losing his job. Right. right? He's not in any danger of losing his job. Now I can't tell you what's going to happen two three years from now. I could just tell you one little thing. It's like a little Evan Roberts long-term prediction. And sometimes I'm really right about them, and sometimes I'm really wrong. Mm -hmm. A few months ago, I made a long-term prediction that Jose Altuve would get the free agency, and Yankee fans would start flirting with him, and maybe you'd sign him. Jose Altuve. That one got wrong because he's already re-signed with the Astros. (laughs) But I'll give you another one, and this one's very, very obvious. Jose Altuve. It's an obvious long-term prediction if you just give a thought. If the Knicks move on from Tom Thibodeau because of a postseason failure or what have you, there is an obvious replacement. Who? And he will be the replacement. And that person, of course. Phil Jackson? No. <laughs> no, it's not Phil Jackson. <laughs> that person, of course, is Jay Wright. Uh, Jay Wright comes uh, home with all his kids and says, I'm here, boys. Let's go. So just put that in your pipe. You could smoke it. And I'll give you an even bigger spoiler alert. If the Knicks get knocked out prior to the conference finals, there will be disappointment in this town from a lot of Nick fans. Though it won't happen, Nick fans will start calling this radio station mm-hmm. suggesting what I just said, which is Thibodeau's got to go, and the only replacement is Jay Wright. Jay yeah. Wright's going to be the guy. Jay Wright, Jay Wright, Jay Wright, Jay Wright, Jay Wright, Jay Wright, and Jay Wright. Just watch that. Just keep an eye on that. Jay Wright was genius. He got out of college basketball right at the right time. Perfect time. Perfect time. Now ask yourself this. It wasn't to come to the NBA, by the way. Uh, do you think, okay, that's my follow-up. I don't think it was to come to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jay Wright, I got to look up his age, but he doesn't feel that old. I think he's 59. 
Is that your guess? That's my guess. I have the answer. Which is? He was born in 1961, so he's actually older than that. Is he? Yeah, I he am. was at Hofstra when I was in like middle school, and I'm so 38. 50. Yeah. 62? Oh, 62, wow. I oh, think, maybe he retired at 59. I think that's what it was. I'm still thinking go. of when he retired. I always thought when Jay Wright left Villanova after 2022, he will coach in the NBA. I, see, I he will coach in I the NBA. I didn't think it was the coach in the NBA. I think it was because college basketball was changing. No, no, no. I didn't say he left because he wanted to coach yeah. in the NBA. I said oh, I thought, thought, he, thought he, he would eventually do it. He would eventually say, I've seen Billy Donovan. do. I could do this. And I think he will follow that. Now, will it be the New York Knicks? Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. But that will be a rumor. You guys will all start to become attached to that. Lugie's already intrigued. I saw it in his head. Mm-hmm. As soon no. as I said Jay Wright, his brain started working. I think it's a great idea by you because of the Nova Knicks. It sort of finishes the puzzle. But I never like college coaches and the pros. It's a different game. I know these are his kids. These are his guys. But it just doesn't translate. Okay. And they're, they're very different at this point. So your idea is correct, and there will be people calling this radio station, me at 3 a.m. on a Saturday morning, 100%. They're going to get Jay Wright, but I don't like it. I don't think it'll work. Okay. By the way, Tom Thibodeau is not in any danger. He shouldn't be in any danger. But expectations come with a really big thing that we all have to deal with. Kyle Shanahan's dealing with it right now. Once you start winning, once you've changed the culture, once you're good, the bar gets raised. Yeah, you got to win something. you got to win, and once you don't win... There starts to be that unfair, well, we can't win with him. Let's go find someone who can. You know yeah. who I thought you were thinking of? What? Jeff Van Gundy. Nah, that's That's where on, I thought your brain was going. Nah, and by the way, they're the same not, age. He's the same age. Yeah, know? but Jeff Van Gundy's not based no, on any reality. It's I based understand. on uh, longing for the 90s. No, I agree with that. And, and that's, that not, that that's not truth. Yes, I thought you were going to troll us, but uh, I don't long for that time period. I love it, but I don't long. No, and by the way, I'm not trolling with any of this. I'm giving you a logical, like, if Tom Thibodeau ends up on some hot seat, which he's not, and not not that he should be, that that's going to be the logical name. And by the way, it is a logical name. Yeah. I've always been intrigued by Jay Wright as an NBA head coach, because I kind of agree with Lugie that most guys don't translate. I think he would translate. I think he'd be a great NBA coach if he wants to. I think he's so smart and acutely aware of, like, relationships and players and how to teach them that he'd figure it out. I'm not saying he would come in and he'd be in the Eastern Conference Finals in year one, but I think he'd figure it out. Like I, I think as a coach, that's almost one of the our hardest things to do is figure out how to do something differently than you did it before. Yeah. And Jay Wright feels like, at least, I mean, I don't know him personally, but he feels like that kind of coach. They would just figure it out. Yeah. Like he's not, it's not that like hubris and that, I know it's my way. I'm going to do it this way. I feel like he'd learn and understand and adapt. I, You know, it's also funny, and, and I still think about this. Billy Donovan, who I casually mm-hmm. mentioned as a guy who made the transition. Billy Donovan was a great college coach. Florida was a dynasty. Oh, yeah. Back-to-back titles. Yeah. yeah. And when Billy Donovan decided to come to the NBA, and he did, and he joined the Oklahoma City Thunder, I remember being very skeptical like Lugie's always been of, ah, what's he going to be in the NBA? It has now been almost a decade. Yeah, but didn't he? Have and a he's young an NBA team? head coach. Like he is just an NBA head coach now. I'm trying That's to remember, it. like what what was his team when he first came to the NBA? Was it a young team? No, it was the Oklahoma City Thunder as they were emerging into superstardom. Like they made a change to try to have a quick fix. Yeah, but it was because KD. Scott Brooks was their head coach, and it just didn't work. And Billy Donovan showed up, and that was a championship-caliber right, team. Like, he was, took a really good job. But it was KD? Yeah. KD. It was a year before KD left, if I'm not mistaken. The year before he left? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so they, so they were older. So it wasn't it wasn't like he was teaching young kids. But he didn't have James Harden, right? 
Harden was gone by that gone point. already. Yeah, so it's a different scenario. So no, good. but you got to give him credit. He he went to the Thunder though in, for the 16 seasons. So it was Durant's last year. So he had the one year of championship expectations, of championship hopes. Right, and they got there quickly, right? They well, they they blew it. Right. They blew but, it to the Warriors, I mean, they and got, then Durant left. But they got to where they needed to be. <laughs> well. What's the, where they need to be was the NBA Finals. But you know what I mean. It's they like, were good. They were good teams. You're, Is that your you're, point? You're a rookie yeah. college head coach coming to the NBA, and you take your team to the to the finals, the conference Conference, finals. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, I guess. No, I, I think then, you're right. And then everything fell apart because Katie. I mean, uh, yeah, Katie but, left. But my only point is, like, when you say college coach and I say Billy Donovan, do we think of him as a college coach anymore? Or do we just mm-hmm. say he's the head coach of the Bulls? He's an NBA head coach. That's it. Like he's been around. He's coached in the NBA for like eight years now. Yeah. So it's funny. I don't. I don't even think about him in the NBA anymore. Well, no, in college you don't think of him anymore because he hasn't been there but since 2015. Think, but, but I'm saying I don't think of him as like a top end NBA coach. Well, because he's not. Yeah, that's, what, that's what he's I not mean. a top end NBA coach. No. Brad Stevens was pretty good, but most guys the track record is is not good. I mean, right. you know a few of you, uh, coach your team. Yeah, I'm a well aware. Okay, I'm, I don't want to bring up John Calipari or PJ. No, I get you. Okay. John Calipari was a disaster. No, I get you. I just think that Jay Wright would want to do it at some point, and he's going to be the logical name everybody brings up. That's all. Let's go to Max and Nyack. Hey, Max. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, listen. I got to tell you right now. Go ahead. Tiki. What's up? A lot of memories, man. And, and Evan, thanks for taking a call from a 62-year-old guy. Nice. Well, we don't we don't discriminate, so. I, I heard you before, like, you're like, oh, I showed up my driveway. I had you on my headphones. I told uh <laughs> <laughs> that that uh, <laughs> it's like if you're 60 years old, don't call the show. I, mean, I never said that. I didn't say a 60 year old shouldn't call a show. When did I say that? Well, you said like he was knocking your argument. He was knocking your anticipated argument. Yeah, to prove, I, to prove him wrong. <laughs> that's what I was doing. Was prove so, him wrong. It was some kind of argument rip, not age rip. But go ahead, if that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I I just yeah, I've been holding on. I. I I've been listening to the show. I just love it. Again, Teek, thanks for the memories, man. I just appreciate I love you, dude. Thank you, dude. Times, man. And uh, you know, with, with with Tibbs, with Tibbs, yeah, man. I'm a diehard Knicks fan, and, I'm, and you know, I'm an older guy. Yeah, I, we, we all we all at our age have to understand that there is load management. I tell my friends the same thing. What you're saying, Evan, I agree. The guy, you got to put these guys on the bench once in a while. I mean, I love old school basketball. Yeah, play forty-two minutes, thirty-eight minutes, like like Ewing played every game. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But these days, it's different. But right? you know what? But but you know what's but, funny about that, Max? I don't even want to phrase it. And thanks for the call, man. As Loge management, I phrase it as the Knicks have a role player in Big Ragu Dante Divincenzo, who normally throughout his end career NBA career plays twenty minutes a night, twenty-three mm-hmm. minutes a night, and lately he's played so well. And the Knicks have been so riddled by injuries that this role player is now playing an absurd amount of minutes he's not used to. And you need him. And because he's playing so well, and you need him because of these injuries, right. he's playing an amount of minutes he's never done in his career over a short period of time. So that's not load management. Load management is, I got this great player, and I want to kind of, before anything happens, rest him because I'm predicting the future. No, I've got a player, Tiki. Yeah that never plays these kind of minutes. And all of a sudden, in his fifth year in the NBA, he's playing an enormous amount of minutes. So I just reject the phrasing that this is some kind of load management in modern NBA thing when it's more being smart with a player who you're asking to do something that he's never done in his NBA career. So we we have to be fair here because 
Dante DiVincenzo, the big ragu, he's earned the right to be on the court, especially in critical moments. And yes, it's a crappy circumstance for the New York Knicks because they are banged up. They're beat up everywhere. And scoring is not just at the ready. It's not just there if Dante DiVincenzo or Jalen Brunson are not playing. So he's earned it, and he kind of has to do it. But at the same time, the ramp up to go from 23 minutes a game or 24 and a half minutes a game to 40 in that short a time is taxing, right? It just wears on you. And I know this from experience. When you get hamstring soft tissue inju- injuries like that, and it's because you're running up and down the court, you're you're changing directions, you're you're stepping back, you're you're doing all these forward and sideways and lateral movements. Eventually, you get wear and you need rest. Yeah. And he just didn't have it in this short little time frame. And it was awesome because he was dominating, but it, like there's a process to get there. It was like he it was like he he it was like he was being put in a position to be the 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 load bearer when his body's not built to carry that load yet. And that's ultimately why he got hurt. Now, I hope it's nothing serious, and it's just something minor, like Debo Samuel in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He goes down, he's grabbing his hamstrings, like, oh, well, that's that's the end of it. He's back in, like, three plays. Right. So maybe it's not a big deal, but if it is, this Knicks team's in trouble. And it's not, it, it's, it's, it's not really blame to go around, but it's really Tom Thibodeau for not recognizing that you can't ramp a kid up that quickly. Here's all you need to know. Very simple fact. Dante DiVincenzo has played 327 games in his NBA career. 327. Mm-hmm. He has played five games. Uh, I'm sorry, six games in his NBA career where he's played 40 or more minutes. Five of them have come in the last two weeks. Keep that in mind. 327 games. Six of them in which he's played more than 40 minutes. Five of the six have come in the last two weeks. That's what's happened with the big ragu. Chris and Ron Conkama. Hey, Chris. Yeah, that's amazing. That's like four whole seasons. Yeah. Evan, I was calling about, you know, the moon landing. That was on every channel. So that those ratings was every channel. Oh, so, that's a good you know, qualification, you know, Chris. Right? right? So the Super Bowl, it was just on, like, it was on Nickelodeon accounting, too. Right, right. Yeah. Right. You know, but, but, and another thing, I, I think if uh, Travis and, and, and what you would call it, Taylor? Larry, Taylor yeah. Swift, that would be an amazing event on TV. But it's got to happen in, like, Lugie's right. It has to happen in conjunction with football. Like, if they just had a wedding, are we real, really all watching it? No. No, it's got to be half. You have yeah. to converge the football right. fan and the entertainment right. fan. Now, to his point about the moon landing being on every channel, so is a presidential election. And that doesn't sniff these numbers. Yeah, sure. And we all act like, oh, the election. Oh, my God, it's taking so much attention away. Meanwhile... On election night, as glued to it as I am, with my six TVs and my U.S. maps out there, like, it still doesn't rival the Super Bowl. Yeah, so I, what I, could uh, rival it? And the answer yeah. is aliens. That's the only thing. It's a live news report that there are, are extraterrestrial That's beings. That's it? That's the only thing that would do you it. You agree with me? I, I do. And the elections, like, I think the reason that the coverage doesn't explode, even though we're all heavily vested in it, because we've all voted, or at least we hopefully we've all voted. Now we all didn't is vote. It, That's is for it, damn is sure. what you watch is so biased, right? The conversation around the ele- the election is biased, one way or another. It doesn't matter, right? And so eventually, you just get tired of hearing. I, I don't know the negativity, the contradictions. The there there is no consensus. Whereas when you're watching a sport or even the moon landing, you're 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 observing action that's happening, not. 
people's opinion about something that potentially is happening. No, I get you. That's the problem with election coverage. In the last election, 2020, in which none of us are leaving our homes, 56 million people watched it. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you to think about that for a second. Over 11, uh, 21 different networks, okay? So you got all the networks, add it all up. Everyone's got the election on. 2020, right? In which our... Um, you couldn't the, leave the, your house. You couldn't leave the house. And you talked about everybody voting. The highest turnout rate we've had in my lifetime by a lot was 2020. Wasn't even close, right? The That's turnout was, was a ton of absentee, right? Right. Well, whatever the reason, it doesn't matter. The turnout rate, I think, was over 70%, which is not even normal mm-hmm. in terms of American elections. And 57 million people watched it. That's half <laughs> of what watched the Super Bowl on Sunday. Half. Yeah. That's less than half. Uh, yes, less than half. Like, so think about that. So we live in a world now, and I get why, where there's a million different channels. There's no TV show that would bring us all together. There isn't even an election we're all going to watch. So what could possibly be on television live that would make us all watch TV at the same time? Mm-hmm. That's not the Super Bowl. Like, the, the, it is an impossible answer outside of aliens. Of aliens. Or, or, like I said, no, like I said, Travis and Taylor get married at halftime, and then on Peacock, you get to watch the honeymoon. That's the Uh Super Bowl premium package. Yeah, but no one's watching Peacock and the honeymoon. Why not? Only you sick freak is watching it. What are you talking about? Only me? You watch it 10 times and you know it. (laughs) Maybe three times. I know know you're joking about the Travis and Kelsey marriage at halftime. That would be a jumping the shark moment. Really? That, That might. Backfire. No. Yeah, no, I think it's It's a royal wedding. Like, (laughs) uh. No, I think it would backfire because it's so absurd. Just the. the, Why? The the cons, like the thought that we're going to watch at halftime a player who's in the game (laughs) getting married to a global megastar. Is absurdity. But, Teague, you played. What'd you do at halftime? You took a whiz. What the hell were you doing? Right. I am definitely not getting married. Uh, the the NBA package has this weird thing. Trust me, this will this will make sense. Like, the NBA package, the NBA package has this really cool feature where if you watch a game on the NBA package, they'll show you what happens inside the arenas. They won't show you commercials. Yeah, so it's really really cool. It makes you feel like you're in the arena. So last year, I don't know the game I was watching. It wasn't even a net game. I was watching a random NBA game. And halftime comes up, and usually it's, you know, your typical weird right. self. Dunking, it's a, like the, the, the trampoline dunking stuff. Yeah. Like all that crazy Maybe stuff. kids playing basketball, right. trampoline dunking, maybe a performer, a magic show, an artist painting something. Lots of weird stuff. And one time, it was a wedding. What? And I swear to God, it was a wedding one time. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is happening? And I got to tell you, after about 30 seconds, I was bored to senseless. I yeah. was surprised that this was occurring. I kept thinking to myself, who would agree to this? Yeah. The wedding, like, you've been to weddings. Like, what are we watching? Are we watching the ceremony? We're watching, like, what are we What are we doing? Yeah, but this isn't my cousin Marie. This is Taylor Swift and know, Travis Kelsey. I don't care what wedding you're at. The ceremony is boring. Yeah. <laughs> it is just See, boring. what you're forgetting <laughs> is while that adds to it, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, one of our former great FAN stars, big time at ESPN and Sirius Now, Christopher Russo is one of the many typical sports fans who was turned off by the Taylor Swift stuff. Peacock. Enough. I've had evidence. If that kind of stuff happens, he's shutting it off. Yeah, but for every one mad dog, there's 40 mad dog's wives that would want to watch Taylor Swift get married. already watching the Super Bowl, hence why they got to 123 million people. You need to find a way to have everybody want to watch. Like, the Super Bowl on Sunday pulled that off in a miraculous way. That's why when we sit here today and say, okay, what event could match that? 
I'm not joking. Like, you think I'm being a jerk. It's only aliens. There's nothing else. Let me tell you something, though. For all the Swifties that you are accounting for that watched that game, mm-hmm. there are millions upon millions that weren't even interested one bit. And if you have Taylor get married at halftime, you get the right MC in there to perform that ceremony. <laughs> Maybe you have Jagged Edge play her to the oh, to the God. middle of the field. Meet me at the halter of your watchers. <laughs> oh, see? Now we're talking ratings, baby. So let me get this straight. The only thing that could match the moon landing or the Super Bowl is take yesterday or two days ago Super Bowl and just put it on steroids. That's all you got. That's it. Man, you're mm-hmm. taking the game and saying, right. let's just add a wedding to it. You already halftime. have a massive built-in audience. <laughs> and you answer it, like Zeus said, by having them have Jagged Edge sing them out. Well, like, what would be the only thing that could hit more home runs than Mark McGuire? Mark McGuire on steroids. <laughs> so. <laughs> Speaking of A-Rod, uh, Let's go to Ed on Coney Island. What's up, Ed? I think I might have something that could beat the Super Bowl. Go ahead. Yeah. I think if the government released an unedited, unexpurgated tape of the SEAL Team 6 mission that killed Osama bin Laden. Oh. That's a good one. Mm. That's a good one. You I know, think it's I think it's a little morbid. Yeah. Like you'd get it like you're not gonna have you're never watching that with your kids. Yeah, I think you're right. You've eliminated too much of the audience. Yeah. You've eliminated too much of the too audience. Many parents will be like, ah, I don't want to I don't want you to see this. Like think about this. The reason why the Super Bowl and the moon landing are the two most watched events in American history is that everybody could watch it. Yeah. And everybody was going to watch it. So you don't want to have something. By the way, I mean, it's a great idea. I give him credit. Yeah. Because this is not an easy game to play. Like, seriously, we're talking about the moon landing and a Super Bowl as the two most watched events in American history. Even a polarizing election couldn't get half of the people watching. So we're talking about an uphill battle. And we all agree there's nothing on live TV anymore that could come close outside of said Super Bowl. Zoo had a good point in the break. Like, we have aliens or somewhere, right? So we they're take... They're not aliens. They're in, they are. So you have 10 Haven't set aliens. Haven't you seen Men in Black? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You throw them in the wild, and then you have, like, a dog, the bounty hunter. He goes out, and he kills all of them. So right, now yeah. a video game comes to life. Yeah, you didn't listen to Tiki's point about the kids. The kids are now... I'm not letting my kid watch that. Yes. Okay, are kill you aliens? kidding it's gotta me? Be, it's got to be wholesome. Yeah. If oh. it's not, if it, I mean, not the, the NFL, it's wholesome. Newsflash, behind your back with the kids at school, they're watching unwholesome Yeah, stuff. but we're not going to want them to. We're not going to have people over we're to watch gonna it. We're not going to sit there. Have you ever watched like an, like an R rated with like nudity and stuff? Several times, yeah. With your mom? No. Exactly. No, no, yeah, now all no. of a sudden he's uncomfortable. Exactly. He's got a lot to say. I wouldn't want to watch the bridges of Madison County with my mom. Right. That, that's what I'm talking about. Look, you don't, you don't get it. You don't understand it. Like, the only way you could get to 200 million people or 150 million people is you got to include the kids and the adults. You have to have everybody wanting to watch something. Goodbye, SNY. There's nothing on SNY that could do it. We can't do it. There's no Met game that could do it. There's no sporting event that could do it other than the Super Bowl. Like, it's got to be something that's so ridiculous. And, yeah, first contact. That's it. First contact. That's, that's, the, that's the answer. I come to the conclusion. Now, Evan. Have, <laughs> what? Have you ever seen the show Black Mirror? I have seen Black Mirror. Very good show. Now, yeah. what if we have a situation like the uh, the first episode of that show? Now oh, my that. God. So the first episode, for that, those that didn't see it, I, I want to get this right, is that the president of England, not the president of England, the prime minister of England was forced and it was very, very dark on why he was forced to do this, but was forced to have relations with a pig on national TV. What? I'm not kidding you. That was the episode. The whole that, country went to the bars. Everybody, well, it, 
Uh, yeah, it, it's so screwed up. Like, I'm, oink, 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 wee, wee, oink, oink, oink. <laughs> that episode was so bleeped right. up. Right. But what, what's your point? Like, that would that match would, the Super would, Bowl? I mean, I mean, listen, now, <laughs> you're not getting people to sit there for 30 minutes to watch that, but Jimmy, you're going to get, you're going to get 200 million people tuning no, in at some no, point. No, that makes not. no sense. No, you're not. 200. Yeah, I think, not I think happening. You're telling me Joe Biden. <laughs> don't do that. No. By the way, no, because I think there's a big part of the audience would be like, I'm not watching that. No, there's a perverse interest in this country. That's why people slow down when they see a car crash. I didn't say there isn't a perverse interest. I said that you're not getting, think about it, to get 150 million people to watch. That means you got half the population that's going to watch it. You're not getting half the population to watch the prime minister do it with a pig. But what about the president of the U.S.? Well, you know what I'm saying. I just Give me want, the meat. I want the meat. I don't want to use our presidents, whether of past or now or future, as an example. I'd rather stick I'm with coming the, for that ass. I'd rather <laughs> stick with the prime minister. It just makes me feel better, okay? So oink, for the, oink. For the, <laughs> In your face? We work with a bunch of sick people, I'm TK. telling you, man. Very, very sick. I'll give them some of my meat. All right, stop. We are live from okay, the Okay, you got me. Give me that sausage. We are live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. All right, right now, we got to play this conspiracy theory. Go ahead. Pull up the audio, Loogie. This conspiracy theory, because we've heard so many about the Super Bowl, so many crazy ones. I had not heard this one until Brandon Marshall. Remember Don't, Brandon Marshall? Yes, I do. Brandon Marshall, former Jet, revealed this conspiracy theory on his podcast. Take a listen. Kanye West buys a ticket right in front of Katy Perry's booth. So anytime they were going to be showing Katy Perry, Kanye's face was going to be there. Did you say in front of Taylor's booth or in front tick, of Taylor, Katy Perry's booth? <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. In front of Taylor Swift's booth. Oh. He, there, he had a, a mask on with his logo on a mask, mm -hmm. right? Typical Kanye. Taylor Swift gets pissed off. Seat Boom Boom makes a call or two. Everybody's involved. He gets kicked out the stadium. Oh. This is hot. But Kanye, is Kanye, hot. Yeah. Is hot tea, hot tea, hot tea, oh. hot tea, hot tea. Okay. Got kicked out the stadium. He was trying to leverage her celebrity right. to. Because he right. knows they're not going to cut to him. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I'm going to strategically position myself. So every time they cut over here to her. So think about that. Now mm -hmm. he screwed up with the Katy Perry stuff. But Brandon Marshall is accusing Kanye West of buying tickets right in front of Taylor Swift. How would he even know? Sweet. How would Brandon Marshall know? No. How would Kanye know what sweet she's going to Maybe be? Maybe someone tipped him off like this is where she's going to be. Really? He buys the tickets. Kanye is all excited because now he's going to promote himself every time they show Taylor Swift. We all know about their history, the rivalry, yeah. if you want to call it that. And Tay-Tay finds out about it. Puts a kibosh on it, and according to Brandon Marshall, they kick Kanye West out of the Super Bowl. He can't be there. So that's the conspiracy theory. I'm just delivering what he said. That sounds like a that sounds like a reach of a conspiracy. So you don't believe it? No. Can you call up someone in the league to try to confirm this? I'm just reading the news on this right now. <laughs> Taylor Swift got Kanye West kicked out of the Super Bowl. But that's just what that's just Brandon Marshall <laughs> saying it. There's no way Kanye West is too loud for that not to be true. You think he would? You think he would have already come out and said something? Yeah. Of course. And we would, somebody like we would have know about this. Of course, he wouldn't call Brandon Marshall. And be like, you got to leak this on your podcast, bro. He would make the biggest stink in the world if this was true. Yeah, we haven't heard Kanye West say anything. So and if it, this happened, he would have been pissed. So we all agree this is a fake conspiracy from Brandon Marshall. Yeah, I mean. Why would he make that up? I don't know. <laughs> That's a weird thing to make up. Because so we would talk about it. Now we're talking about it. Yeah, he got us. He got me hook, line, and sinker. Well, because I thought it was so absurd, but also so smart. If that what if that's what his plan was, yeah. 
like, hey, I got a great idea. I'm going to photobomb Taylor Swift every time they show her, would, and then I'll automatically get attention. Yeah, you would think that this is easily, like, under, like you could find out whether or not substantiated. Yeah, like but this, when you're Kanye, you've got sources to tell you where Taylor's going to sit. No no, 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 no. I mean, the fact that he got kicked out. Like, oh. this, would, this should be easily There would have been phone video of him cursing out security, walking out of the, Somebody would have filmed that happening. By the way, Sean, where the hell have you been in the last 45 minutes? I've been here. Every time I yelled to Loogie, he's, he's on the microphone. Oh, right so Loogie uh, blocked you, basically. Yeah. What, did you just... think I left? I, I didn't know you were around. I thought, we're talking about, hey, what event could actually beat the moon landing yeah, or the dude. Super Bowl? And you didn't say a damn peep for 45 minutes. What are you talking about? I gave you Kim Jong-un uh, wrestling uh, Donald Trump. Oh, that was your... Yeah, what do you say now, you fat ass? That was and, your terrible idea. And I gave you the morbid death in primetime funeral. Yes, I was shouting out ideas here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess they were so bad I forgot about them. Oh, screw you! You know what? <laughs> uh, all right, so tonight you have a Valentine's Day dance with your daughter? Uh, yes, I've just been sent pictures, a lovely red dress, and she's curled her hair. Very, very excited. Now, that's so, awesome. That's yes. awesome. I'm glad that you're able to do that. That's the beauty of being able to do a show at home every once in a while, oh, that you can I still have these actually. awesome events with your kids. Yes, I By the way, Kanye was at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Where was he sitting? I don't know, but he was in all black, and he had that thing over his face. That the was mask. the year before. That was the year before. This was the year before. Yeah, remember where everybody mocked him that he couldn't see through it? Uh, but he, he didn't do it again? So uh, this, so this article that I'm reading is just is. It's well, what's the news. date? What's the article? This is a Daily Mail article. It's, it's right now. Ah, Daily Mail never gets it wrong, by the way. They have a 97% wow. accuracy right, rate. This is from today. No, no, wait a minute. Well, maybe he did. Uh, the night before the Super Bowl, though, Kanye West was performing on Long Island. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't sound like the story checks out. No, it doesn't. Oh, by the way, Sean, real quick before you take your daughter to that awesome dance, and I want your opinion because you're the person I care about on this uh -huh. more than me, more than anybody. Last year, bless you, Tiki, last year famously at Yankee Stadium, you went there to boo Carlos Redon. We all I remember did. that epic moment in WFN history when you went up there, you got to Yankee Stadium, Carlos Redon was about to pitch against the New York Mets, and Sean was ready to send a message to that mustached Radon. Kiss my fat ass! That was him. That was Sean actually at Yankee Stadium. Well, Carlos has come hat in hand. Yep. He's lost some LBs. He has gotten rid of, as he says it, the bad juju mustache. And now, do you believe in him, Sean? I do. Wow. I'm all in on Carlos Rodon this year. Wow. I love that he's had the right attitude. He has heard our calls, my entire nation underneath me. Kiss my fat ass! He's not going to blow kisses at fans, you know, yelling at him this year. Hmm. He's also, I'm assuming, going to be healthy for opening day. I am giddy for Carlos Rodon this year. How about that? So he won you over. The beauty of spring training is that everybody's in the best shape of their life and everybody's going to have that best season. And sometimes you believe it and sometimes you don't. I admit it. There are going to be stories that come out over the next few weeks which I'm going to be like, yeah, Mark Vientos is going to be a Hall of Famer. And then there are going to be stories where I'm like, give me a break. Starling Marte is going to have a groin issue by May. Well, but for you, you believe in Carlos Redon. And this that. is why I really believe in him. Doesn't it shock you? that baseball players come to spring training the best shape of their year of their life knowing that they're coming off football season? What? 
What does that even mean? What is that talking about? Well, because you would think baseball season ends, these guys get in front of the couch on Sundays, the nachos, the wings, the beers. You would think that's the worst possible time. Like, February, this week right now, off of the Super Bowl ending, is the every guy's worst shape of their life, usually. That's true, but we're also not professional baseball players. Yeah, but you don't think the baseball players watch football and eat nachos and drink beers? Like, now's the time to start getting Uh. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.